Hi friends, this is Jillian and Kaylin, and you're listening to In Case You Missed It on Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on navigating the ups and downs of adulthood, from managing stress and finances to crushing your career and love life. Tune in every Monday as we share game-changing tips from our guests that you might have missed. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. So what are some pro quick tips for choosing wine off of a wine list at a restaurant, at a, like off of a menu that will make you feel like you know what you're talking about? Yes, totally. Okay, so most restaurants will have a wine list that highlights the most popular wines from the most popular regions. Unless you're at more of a unique style restaurant that's, you know, an all Greek restaurant or a very, very heavy, like very Italian restaurant. And usually you can tell by the food and how kind of authentic the food is. Mm -hmm. Their wine list will match or not match, right? With that, I mean, I always recommend, you know, leaning on the, the, the sommelier or the, or the server. And I find... If you look at the list and you're familiar with anything, um, especially region-wise, I always recommend, you know, if you're kind of in a it stuck and you're like, I really don't know what to go with, find a region that you like wine from and, you know, you're, you're probably safe. The other thing that I really like to do if you're like feeling a little bit more adventurous is ask the server something that isn't like, you know, what wine pairs well with this? Those are great questions too that, that I'm sure they work around, but I like to ask like, what's the most surprising wine on your menu? Or what's the, you know, what's something that you've had for a while that you think is underrated? Or what's something new that you have that's going to surprise me? Like I always ask kind of those fun questions, you know, depending on who you're with too. If it's somebody who, you know, also kind of appreciates wine, it's, it's great to like have conversation around those things. Makes for, makes for a fun experience. And if you're in a group setting or just like on a date with someone you don't know that well, is there are there kind of like safe picks that are usually somewhat universal or is it just totally dependent on where you're at and who you're with a lot of people love california wine so if you're ordering red definitely california cab is going to be a pretty um pretty good good choice or safe choice Mm -hmm. again malbec um usually a pretty safe choice as well for white pinot grigio again pretty safe yeah (laughs) if i'm in a big group and this is just me and my friends probably hate me for this, but I always, I'm like, okay, half the table's getting one wine and half the table's getting another and then we're gonna talk about it. And they're like, okay, sure. Like they're usually pretty into it until they're like, we wanna order tequila now. And I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> I just find wine such an amazing vehicle to have conversation around because it's usually just good times. And again, depending on the the restaurant that you're at, right? And, in Toronto, obviously, they have tons of great little wine bars. Usually, if you're, you know, talking to the server, or chatting about what kind of wine you like or what you want to taste, they'll usually, you know, bring it over and say, you know, try this. Tell me if you like it or not. That's what I think anyway most restaurants should, should do if you're committing, especially to a bottle of wine. I never do that, but you're right. If you're going to buy a bottle, they usually have them open. And yeah. you can just... That's the problem with, with wine and, and the industry of wine is that it's so pretentious and it's like, am I allowed to ask those questions because I don't know anything about wine. I don't know if this is a good wine. That's what I always get. I don't like this, but I don't know if it's a good wine or not. Or like, I like this, but I don't know if it's good. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, there is, like, to me, there's no such thing as good wine and bad wine. There's wine that I like and wine that I, not, I don't really gravitate towards. But I appreciate all wines because I know different people like different wines. So... 
people always ask me, you know, when a server comes and pours wine into your glass for you to try, right? Like, what is that for? And the reason is to see if the wine is corked or not. And what happens in a very small percentage of bottles, but when we seal with cork, right, there's a small chance that the cork is tainted in some way and it will basically oxidize or ruin the wine. So that's why, you know, restaurants mainly do that. But again, as the average wine drinker, if you're ordering something off a menu that you haven't had before, most people would taste that and be like, I don't know if this, because I don't know what it's supposed to taste like. So I don't know if it's good or bad, right? That's, it's happened to me, especially at the beginning of my, my dad would always pour me bad wine. I'd be like, this is interesting. He's like, yeah, this has been in the fridge for like two months. <laughs> you're like, and I'm like, okay, cool. Right. And that's, that's how I learned. And that's such a good point. I love that you brought up the good versus bad wine because I feel like I've just been tasting a lot of different wines in in quarantine this past year like because there's nothing else to do. So I've just been like getting a lot of wine and I'll just do a bit of a blind test. Like my partner just got some really expensive wine, some, some pretty cheap wine, and we would just try a bunch of it. And more often than not, my favorite was like, the $14 bottle not the $60 bottle and I was like oh my god I'm choosing all of the bad wines and he's like it's not bad just because it's cheaper I'm like right right true price has nothing to necessarily do with it it's like a subjective preference it's what does my palate enjoy there's no good or bad and just because it costs more doesn't mean it's going to be better for you and yeah my dad who's like has very expensive tastes and is very much about like having nice things all the time low-key his favorite bottle of red is $11. It's a good thing to remember. There's no good or bad. And you know, wine is expensive for two reasons. A, there's just wines that have good marketing or whatever that may be. And the second is because they're done in a very high quality. A very certain pedigree of grape is chosen. They're aged in oak in certain oaks for a really long period of time. They're bottled in a certain way and all, all of these things. And again, for an everyday wine drinker, we're you know, we're not going to appreciate or pick up on those things. Mm -hmm. If I'm choosing wines to drink every day, they're usually in that 15 to $25 range. Otherwise we would all be broke. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd have nothing. <laughs> so is there any like rule of thumb that you use for what people should expect to spend on a decent bottle of wine? If it's, let's say a gift or you're bringing it as a guest to a house, it's really hard to know. I'm sure there's some guidelines dependent on like what, like what you make or where you're at in your life, but how, how do you approach or advise people on that? I always say the best gift is something that you can speak to, regardless of the price. If it's a wine that you like, right? Or it's like a new wine that someone's put you on, right? Speak to it. Talk about the winery, do some research on it, right? Is this from a certain region? Maybe it's organic or sustainable. Maybe it's, maybe it's a family vineyard and they have a cool story behind it. Or you have a personal story to it, right? I tried this with, with seafood and I think it's amazing. You know, I know you like shrimp, so I got this for you, right? If you can speak to something because so many people can't or don't, it doesn't, to me, the price, like it doesn't matter, right? If you can do something like that, that to me is priceless, so. That's a great idea and it's so much yeah. more thoughtful because you're right, it, it, it doesn't necessarily need to be about how expensive it is. It could just be one of my favorite red wines is like from J Josh, whatever that label is. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I, I got it from one of my friends who has a boyfriend named Josh. And she was like, this is really thoughtful. And I'm like, I don't know. I was just like cute branding. And that's before I'd even tried the wine. And we both loved it. No, I love that. If I feel like, yeah, if there's sentimental value or a story behind it, it just makes it a little bit more special. Mm -hmm. So what's your favorite wine right now or wines? 
there's so many factors that come into wine. So there's so many things I appreciate within wine, even wine that I drink that I don't like. So I'll kind of switch the question on you. And you know, a lot of people ask me like, where's a good place to buy wine? Like what's like the best value wines right now? Where would you look for South America? you know, incredible place right now to buy wines, very, very good value, very good quality um, in terms of where. So, you know, Malbec, of course, from, from Argentina, amazing. Different wines from Argentina specifically. They have a, a white grape that's native called, uh, that's called Torontes. That's a really cool, different white. You know, if, if you're if you're really into whites, definitely try that. If you're into reds, you know, try a Malbec from there. Try a Reserva or a Grand Reserva. Those usually have some more oak aging to them and they're a little bit richer. From Chile, uh, Chile, try Carmenier. And Carmenier is a very, very kind of the grape of Chile, similar to a Cabernet Sauvignon, but it's a little bit softer and rounder. Usually it's done in a lot of different blends, you know, either with Cabernet Sauvignon, sometimes Syrah, different blends there. So so look for Carmenere and Chile um, if, if you like those, those uh, red wines. Thanks for starting your week with us. If you enjoyed today's In Case You Missed It, check out our show notes for the full episode. We would love it if you subscribed, left us a comment or a rating, and followed us on Instagram. See you next time.